It's the best show. Tuesday night, my name's Tom Sharpling. We have an exciting program planned for you tonight. Why? Because we are going to get to the bottom of the biggest question, maybe facing all of us in our entire lives. What is the best candy bar ever? 201-332-3484. Is that it? Three three two three four eight four. Call in. Let's get the discussion going. Fun. Fun. Can't you tell how much fun I'm having? The Best show. No! 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 Jersey, back again. I 
That's right, it's the best show. Here on a Tuesday evening, my name is Tom Sharpling. I'm the host of tonight's episode. We are talking about candy bars. Right? Candy bars. Let's just talk about candy bars. There's nothing else to talk about. There's nothing nothing else to talk about. Candy bars. Who doesn't like a candy bar, right? Snickers? Milky Way? Everybody loves a candy bar, right? I know I do. You know what else I love? The music we just heard. What was that? That was, uh... That was, uh, from a collection of Jimmy Webb songs called Still on the Line, a tribute to Jimmy Webb. We heard the Cairo gang with Ocean in his eyes. This is a really great album on uh, Flannel Graph. A lot of great uh, Jimmy Webb songs on here. Some of the people on it, you got Mike Adams at his honest weight, Bonnie Prince Billy, Pop Zeus. And the rest. I like it. And starting us off, Mets. M-E-T-Z. The good Mets, not the... Not the baseball team Mets, who are the bad Mets. Not that they're bad, but they're just uh, doomed to hover in a pocket of eternal frustration for their for their fans. We heard the Mets from Canada. That's on Sub Pop. From their self-titled album. Get Off was the name of that song. Can't go wrong with Mets. Can't go wrong with Sub Pop. Can't go wrong. So tonight. On this most magical of nights. forth with the best show nowhere I'd rather be than right here in a movie theater watching pop star wait no I'm here doing the best show oh okay one other place I'd rather be in a movie theater watching pop star if I can get tickets Right? The opinions are flooding in. And I want to talk about all these candy bars. I want to talk about the, the old ones that are gone, the local ones. And then, build your perfect candy bar. I know mine. I'm going to say, first of all, 
Does it have chocolate on it? Yes. Does it have nougat? Yeah. Let's throw some nougat. What is nougat? I don't even know what nougat is. Don't even know what it is. Pat, do you know what nougat is? He said, I think. Dudio? Dudio says it's just a... Look. I don't want to hear you. I think it's just sugar, comma, right? Neither of these guys know what nougat is. The three of us are in the same boat. I don't know what it is. Pat don't know what it is. Dudio don't know what it is. Nougat! Let's get some answers. What if there was a nougat shortage? Could you imagine? Right? And nougat became as valuable as gold? Because nougat's in the the, uh, Snickers bar, right? This whole thing starts off with one one presupposition. There ain't no wrong candy bar. They're all good. Maybe, maybe there's probably one or two that aren't. The exception to the rule, right? But what what would be a bad candy bar? What's a bad candy bar? What? Bad candy bar is like a stale candy, like like a Reese's peanut butter cup that's got that that dried out top. Old leftover Halloween candy. Dudio said he'll still eat it. He ain't too proud. I ain't too proud. Maybe dip it in water like uh, like Joey Chestnut, right? Just dip, dip that candy bar, water, shake off that uh, that uh, that candy rust. Is that rust? But it's kind of it's kind of rust, right? It's kind of rusty when the can dries out on the top. But we're not there yet. It's not candy bar time yet. We'll get there. that I want to say to everybody. Mm. Oh, I know. Yes. The mural. Right? If you're in New York City, there's a mural we put up. It went up over on uh, uh, and uh, the, the Bushwick Ridgewood uh, 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 border there. On the axis of Ridgewood and Bushwick. It's on the corner of Wyckoff and Norman over by the uh, the Halsey L-Stop. And it's a best show mural. You get your picture. This is what you do. You get your picture taken in front of that thing. You tweet it or Instagram it to me with the hashtag best show rules NYC. 
and then uh, I, then I'll send some. I'm gonna send some to everybody. I, I was thought I would do one a day. I can't keep track of who's sending them. So anybody who does it gets something. We'll square it all out. I'll work it all out with you. Don't don't uh, don't 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 hold your breath waiting for it. It's gonna come soon. But I'm not gonna uh, overnight it to you. Anybody who goes out there and takes their picture in front of it and hashtags it, best show rules NYC, you'll get your thing. You'll get a little special thing from yours truly. And yeah, I sent all the things out that people who did Tom Personations or Tom Pressions, whatever that was called, they got theirs. Two winners sent out two packs. Before we get to the action, I want to tell you about a couple things. First things first. Let me tell you all about Mac Weldon. Mac Weldon? What's that you say? Well, Mac Weldon, first of all, it's M-A-C-K-W-E-L-D-O-N. It's a clothing company. And I'm telling you, this Mac Weldon stuff is very nice. Premium fabric, smart designs, and the website lets you do your shopping simple and easy. Piece of cake. I went there, bought a bunch of stuff, some t-shirts, a hoodie. I love that hoodie so much. Sometimes I talk to it. It's the only thing on earth that's here for me. The hoodie. Thank you, Mac Weldon Hoodie, for being there for Tom. Right, hoodie? What should we do, hoodie? Should we go to the movies, Hoodie? Okay, Hoodie. Well, what do you want to see? Well, come on, Hoodie. I already saw Avenger, uh, Captain America Civil War. I'd rather not see. Okay, Hoodie. You're right. See it again. Yes, well, now what would you like from the snack bar, Hoodie? Oh. Hmm, that's weird. The nachos? Always a little suspect with those nachos. Fine, Hoodie. That's what you want. Telling you, man, this stuff is so nice. Mac Weldon, comfortable. I got socks, t-shirts. Then they've got a line of silver underwear and shirts that are naturally antimicrobial, which means they eliminate odor. And Mac Weldon wants you to be comfortable. This is what you do. You go there. You go to MacWeldon.com. M-A-C-K-W-E-L-D-O-N.com. Put an order together. If you don't like your first pair, you keep it. And they'll refund you, no questions asked. Really a great great, uh, uh, clothing company. I wear the stuff. Super comfortable. Very well made. Go to MacWeldon.com. Get 20% off by using promo code BESTSHOW. That's Mac Weldon, M-A-C-K-W-E-L-D-O-N dot com. And use that promo code best show and get 20% off. Mac Weldon. Get some claws, bro. Can't go wrong. And again. The best show thanks Squarespace. 
for being here for us. I got an email from somebody. They said, hey, Tom, you know what? I got, I started, uh, my, my previous website was a disaster. It crashed all the time. I went to Squarespace on your recommendation, started uh, an account uh, thing, opened uh, an order there, used your offer code, best show, got 10% off on the first purchase, and they built a website and they love it. Yeah, people are doing it. They're going to squarespace.com. Why? Because websites are hard to build. I don't know code. You don't know code. We just want things on the web. To put our things up, whether it's a landing page or a gallery, a blog or an online store, all of this is included with your Squarespace uh, website. And it's easy. You can add and arrange the content and features with the click of a mouse. The mere click of a mouse. You get a free custom domain. If you sign up for a year, they'll give that to you for free. And they got beautiful templates. Design that uh, online store with their award-winning uh, uh, t- templates with the customizable settings, all without a single plug-in. And they got 24-7 customer support. No matter how technical or trivial your problem may be, one of the team is always there online to assist you. So you listen to me, and you listen good. To start that free trial today, you go to squarespace.com and enter offer code BESTSHOW to get 10% off your first purchase. Now they're saying here, tagline, Squarespace, set your website apart. What happened to build your website, bro? Oh, no. They pulled the plug on... The catchphrase I came up with, I'm digging in. I'm doubling down on this. This will turn the tide. Squarespace, build your website, bruh. That'll get them back. They'll be back. All right. Now, it is time. For me and you to talk about our favorite thing. What is it? You know what it is. It's candy, candy bars, right? So now, without further ado, I announce the ultimate competition. What is the best candy bar ever? Sunshine, lollipops, and rainbows. Ah, oh, yeah, some fun candy music in the background, right? Who's good here, uh, studio? Three. Best show. Hi, Tom. It's uh, Chuck from Milltown. Chuck from Milltown. What's up, Chuck? Not much. Sorry, uh, I didn't I know. Had, is that, uh, you get that? Does that happen a lot? Up, Chuck. It uh, happened a lot when I was a kid. <laughs> no, I didn't mean did you up. Uh, do people say up, Chuck, to you? 
Oh, yeah, a lot when I was a kid. Oh, okay, so that's what you meant when you said it when you were a kid. All right. Oh, yeah, yeah, they love they love saying that. Sorry, Chuck. So what's got, what, 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 you got some thoughts on this candy, Chuck? Yeah, I, I have one for, like, what I think the best of is, and I have one kind of, like, honorable mention, which uh, I don't think I'll get the best one, but uh, I think it doesn't get as much love as it deserves. Mm-hmm. So uh, for a best of, I, I, I like, I, the one I really like right now is called Take Five. Take Five, yes. Chocolate, peanuts, caramel, peanut butter, pretzels. Say this again. Chocolate. Chocolate. Yes. Milk chocolate, peanuts. Peanuts. Caramel. Caramel. Peanut butter. Peanut butter. And pretzels. Well, well, well. How about that? <laughs> that is a pretty intense candy bar. Yeah, yeah. It's got a little right. bit of everything. Doesn't make you feel, uh, does it make you feel like you ate an entire meal? No, no. No? No, I don't think so, no. I think Take something five. like a whole Snickers or a whole uh, Three Musketeers might make me feel like that. All right. I appreciate the vote. Take five. Best show. Hi. How's it going? Oh, it's going great. Uh, to whom am I speaking? Uh, this is Aaron in Cleveland. This, this, I believe we spoke before a little bit ago. All right. About about the ham vacuum. Sorry. The hand vacuum. The ham vacuum. The, the, the ham. That's vacuum. right. The ham vacuum. <laughs> oh, you were you're a vegan. Yeah. And you work. Yeah. In a uh, 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 you work behind the counter at a a, uh, a deli. Yeah. Mm. And we yeah we won't get into it. Today's my day off. The last no. thing I want to want to think about is the vacuum full of like dust particles and ham Ugh. <laughs> um i was wondering i've got one for the topic the best candy bar yeah what do you got uh, i think the justin's dark chocolate peanut butter cups are probably the best now these justin that's like a like it's a it's a it's like a healthier is it healthier right mean, is it vegan sort of, they're just yeah they are they're yeah. the dark chocolate like reese's cup in like the and white like, package yeah, yeah, they're they're kind of the official like they're uh, unfortunately they're kind of like the official candy bar of gentrification, but like they're pretty they're pretty irresistible. So so like they throw them out of the off the fire engine or whatever as it rolls through <laughs> a neighborhood. I mean, I mean, kind of. It's just like if you notice them like pop up at like grocery stores or like corner stores before like. Uh, like where they didn't have them before, you can like rest assured that like some fancy like craft sandwich shop is going to open up soon, and rent is going to go up, even in Cleveland. Because you go into the place and suddenly it's like three dollars for two peanut butter cups. Yeah, they're they're a little pricey. They're they're definitely uh they're definitely they're up there. That's good stuff though. Those are good, right? They are. Mm-hmm. How many of those could you um, eat in one sitting without uh, being disgusted in yourself? Um, I that's like hard to answer because I'm usually kind of disgusted in myself. So no. like, <laughs> oh, look, okay, <laughs> fair enough. Let's just assume. Let's just presuppose we're all pretty disgusted with ourselves. On like, a day with no shame, maybe four before I really start feeling guilty. But like, yeah, yeah, maybe four. Okay. So two packs mm-hmm. of two each. Yeah. That seems I mean, like a fair upper limit on that. 
Yeah, that's definitely like the long end of the scale, like upper limit. Because like even one of those packs, like I'll eat one in the checkout line, and then by the time I'm like walking out the sliding doors or somewhere, it's like, oh no, like how did why did I do this to myself? Mm-hmm. Those are the worst feelings, <clears throat> right? When you're just like, why did I do this? Right? It's like all of the pleasure has passed. Yeah, yeah. It's just the pleasure just turns to regret. It's mm-hmm. just like bitter fruit on the vine. Yes, but it's <laughs> but it's funny you'd mention bitter fruit on the vine, because any fruit is better than candy. That that is true. I'm with you. All yeah. right, you have hey, a great. I, I was. Oh, uh, no, oh I'm sorry. No, no, no. Oh. Floor's all yours. Oh, okay. Um, I was like DJing this last weekend, and uh, I I tested out. The kind of theory that I heard you guys mention, uh, you and Toronto Sex Dwarf Alex talking a while ago about like how aggressive that song is. And I definitely did uh, mix it into my set and it was, uh, I, I mean, I could barely mix it because it's so fast and so aggressive and it uh-huh. was just foul. And, uh, now imagine yeah. that, imagine that this Toronto Sex Dwarf Alex decided to break up with somebody by playing that. That, was that actually the context by playing it? I think, if I remember correctly, he asked the he asked the owner of the restaurant if he could hook his iPod up, and he only had that song on like a playlist. Oh, that's that's spectacular, right? Yeah. <laughs> it was like it's like queasy sounding, right? The song it is especially like at the very end, like the dental drill, like higher octave of that riff is just so <laughs> yes. so gnarly. Yeah, and it's like six minutes long. It's not a dance it's, remix. It's like five and a half minutes long. It's just the song. Sex yeah, dwarf, isn't it nice? It's definitely it's definitely just a stern rolling like Kill Bill air raid siren of like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just Mark Almond trying to you know convince someone to go for a ride in his limo yeah with that uh, with the with the uh the dumb the chauffeur. dumb chauffeur <laughs> that is he made the list of the top 50 duos of all time the sex dwarf and the <laughs> dumb chauffeur that's so good who who would be your dumb chauffeur um i can't talk of it that was a very yeah. easy answer any other week on that one. <laughs> All right. You uh, have a great night. Thanks for Thanks, calling. You too. Okay. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye. Best show. Hi, Tom. This is Andy. How are you? Who is this now? Andy. Andy. Where are you calling from, Andy? Chicago. Chicago. The tough streets of Chicago. Very tough. What's up? I like to talk about my favorite candy bar, whatchamacallit. Okay, so what do you want to talk about? Well, I think the main reason it's my favorite candy bar is because they ran the same ad. Wait, what? what is your during, favorite candy bar? Whatchamacallit. I'm sorry, wait. You don't know the name of your favorite? <laughs> you don't even know? You just don't know the name of your favorite candy bar? Oh, dear. Just go along with this. The name of the candy bar... Is is whatchamacallit. Hold on a second, now, Andy, <laughs> in Chicago. You have a favorite candy bar. And you just, what do you, just walk into a store and you recognize the packaging and you're just such a, 
a maniac. You don't even read what it says. You just recognize the colors or something. You don't even know the name of your favorite candy bar. Uh, it, it seems like we have a misunderstanding. Okay. Uh, it's like it's almost as if Abbott and Costello, but no, the name of the candy bar, the proper noun, is whatchamacallit. Well, let's get to the – okay, the name of the candy bar is <laughs> – all right, I can't – even I can't do this anymore. <laughs> even this is going to make me a hork, right, to quote Wayne's World. Remember Wayne's World when they had said hork? Did they say that? Wayne's World? I don't I don't think so. No. Maybe Wayne's World 3 they'll throw that in. Right? <laughs> Wouldn't that be a fun movie? Wayne's World 3? We're due. Mike Myers putting the outfit on. Right? The cap. Then you'd just be like, wait, what's wrong with these two dudes? Living in a basement? Doing a cable access show? They'd be like Han Solo and Chewbacca in a foot race for biggest uh, pair of losers. Don't know when to stop it. Could you imagine that this Harrison Ford is like thinking about doing another Indiana Jones movie? Like, what is that going to be? Yeah. The last one. The last one, it, it, it looked like he didn't want to be there. He doesn't want to be in any movies anymore. Indiana Jones, he was just like, fine, you chase. I'm just going to sit back, watch you chase uh, after the thing. He actually, the screening I saw, he walked off the screen and then sat into the theater next to me. And was just, he's like, Shia LaBeouf, maybe you can catch the guy. I don't know. And he started eating my popcorn. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So whatchamacallit. What's in a whatchamacallit? I think it's just rice. Rice and um, Just sugar. rice. Rice and sugar. You're like, sure like, about like that? A rice, it's, it's almost like a Rice crispy treat. I'm not sure about that, but that's what it tastes like. There's no chocolate in it. No, the, the, it, it's covered in chocolate. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So are we just saying that chocolate is is uh, we don't need to say that there's chocolate in these things in candy bars? Well, they all they all have chocolate. Mm. The folks over at it's... Payday would sure have a. Uh, <laughs> they would they would have a bone to pick with you. Well, that's that's more health food. Payday. It's like a health bar. Isn't that that great moment when, when you actually tell yourself that you're doing something better for yourself by eating a payday bar, right? Yeah, it's a time protein. It's peanuts. Yeah. Yeah, peanuts glued together by sugar. <laughs> you can also just eat peanuts without having them adhered together in bar form. Right. 
All right, thanks, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Best show. Uh, hello. Hello. Uh, hi, I'm calling in for the topic tonight. Yes, to whom am I speaking? Uh, my name is Craig, and I'm calling in from California. Greg or Craig? Uh, I can go by either, but it's Greg. You, but you can't go by either. Which one is it? Oh, uh, Greg. Greg, okay. Look, Greg, <laughs> it's fine. You don't have to, uh, you could call me either Greg or Craig. I don't care. You should care. No, I mean, uh, uh, to be honest with you, my, my full name is uh, Gregorio, but a lot of people have trouble pronouncing that. Okay. And I tell them, and I tell them you know what, to make it easier on you, just any iteration of the name Craig would be fine. Look, Gregorio, I can handle that. Okay, thank you. Gregorio. There was a dude in Brooklyn at one point. He was the uh, dude who rolled himself up in carpets. What was his name? Giorgio. Was it Giorgio? The human carpet? Uh, I'm not sure. He was a prevert who would go to uh, rock concerts. And uh, roll himself up in a, in a in a carpet. And he'd be on the and you'd be stepping over like a bunched up carpet. You'd be like, "What's that?" Oh yeah, Giorgio's in there, getting his jollies with everybody stepping on him. Yeah. It's a sick world. Sometime, uh, yeah, Gregorio. So, uh, what's your what's your opinion here on the uh, topic? Or sure. Um. All right. Uh, I chose Carlos the Fifth. It's a little-known chocolate bar that hails from south of the border. What is it called now? Uh, Carlos V. It's, it's, it's Carlos um, V, but, you know, V, Roman numerals 5. The Carlos V, it's a little chocolate bar from Mexico. Carlos V. And yes. what's, in, what's in a Carlos V? Um, it's actually just very simple. It's just, you know, milk chocolate, just straight chocolate bar. It's uh, really small, about the size of your uh, index finger. Mmm. So it's just a, it's, it's a chocolate it's, bar. It's, That's it. Yes, yes, it's pure chocolate. It sounds like you know unimpressive, but I find like a, a pleasure in like simplistic ingredients and such like that. Okay, sounds good. Carlos Five. Yes. All right, buddy. I'm gonna check it out. All right. I'm going to the airport good. now and flying to Mexico. <laughs> I'm gonna right. go to the airport in Mexico City. Buy a Carlos Five, and then I'll never leave the airport. Well, um, I know they do sell them in the U.S. It's actually kind of limited. Um, I don't know how limited. Uh, they're mostly sold in Hispanic stores. I don't like grocery stores or convenience stores, and I don't know how common those are on the East Coast. Mm, we have bodegas here. Mm. Well, if you ever find yourself in one, you know they're not they're not that expensive. Like probably mm-hmm. under a dollar. About it's like it's a nice little treat. I'm gonna check it out. Where are you calling from again, Gregorio? Uh, California, but uh, town wise, it's a little town called Wasco. A Wasco, yes. What's a Wasco near? Uh, what's it near? Yeah, um, most notably, we're about 30 miles uh, north of Dixfield. Ah. Well, thanks for the call, Gregorio. You have a great night. All right, thank you. You too. Thanks. Yeah. Candy bar talk.
You know candy bar I like a lot? Goo Goo Clusters. This is a southern candy bar. They're really good. I had them in Nashville. They're kind of like a blob of chocolate with uh, nuts. I believe caramel. So good. So it's very easy for me to say, I love candy. Two oh one three three two three four eight four is the number. Best show. Hey, this is Rob from Rochester. How are you doing? I'm good, Rob. What's up? Uh, I've got one for the topic. Um, it's one they don't make anymore. Mm. Uh, it's actually my it's actually my avatar on Twitter and on Friends of Tom is a rapper. It's uh, Choco Light. Choco Light. Yeah. When did they stop making Choco Light? Probably about 1983 would be my guess. And uh, one, there's really nothing like it. Um, the closest thing would be an arrow bar. Have you ever had an arrow bar? Yeah, I think they're uh, pretty disgusting. That might be the oh, one candy I don't like. Oh, uh, okay. It, it seems like cheapo, cheap chocolate. <laughs> well, it was sort of similar in that it was aerated that made it nice and thick, but instead of where the arrow just has little bubbles that make it feel cheap, it had uh, chocolate crisps. It was uh, just a really good experience that, unfortunately, you can't get anymore. Mm, I can't abide by a uh, uh, an arrow bar, my friend. <laughs> Every time I go to Canada, I try the arrow bar. You ever tried the mint? Yeah, it's even worse than the oh man than the chocolate <laughs> one. You like the mint one? Yeah, I think I like the mint a little better than the regular. No, look, that's fine. Oh yeah. That's why they make multiple candy bars. Yeah. Because we all love candy bars, and we can all figure out which one our favorite candy bar is. Thanks for the call, buddy. Ah, who doesn't love talking about candy bars? So much fun, right? Having a fun night tonight? Oh. Oh. right now everything I'm supposed to talk about candy bars the world is falling apart right in front of us and I'm trying to talk about candy bars supposed to keep going it's so bad right now right 
terrible. Just try, just trying not to cry every every day. Unbelievably I try to be hopeful, right? I try. But sometimes it's just like it's, it's just the hope is not enough. all falling apart. The horrible stuff in Orlando, that's like the worst. Just the magnitude of it, I can't even deal with, I, I can't even process it. Heartbreaking. What are you supposed to do? Right? Am I wrong? It seems like it's getting worse. And I try, again, I try to be positive. I really do. I'm trying to. It's inconceivable for people to be just doing like the purest thing you can do to like be dancing and celebrating life on a on a weekend. Oh my god. I just I'm not even I'm not I just don't even know what to do with anything right now. I'm just I slept all weekend just in a fog. could not get out of it. I still feel like I feel like I'm half asleep for the last two days I felt like I'm half asleep. Like I don't it's still it's like a nightmare. Like being stuck in a nightmare. already was hard enough on a personal level. I was already having a hard enough time on a personal level. And then like some inconceivable horrible tragedy just oh my god. I don't even know what and it's like this show everything 
to me and it's like sometimes it's just all all there is is like hope but sometimes hope is like is hope enough sometimes just everybody sticking together trying to be hopeful and look out for each other And I'm just saying, it's like, this show, uh, this has been, building this up to, to where it is, it's the most important thing to me in my creative life, and I just, I'm not gonna it's never gonna be the, the 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 what I want this show to stand for in terms of the positivity and and uh, inclusiveness and a place where people can have fun it's just like it's if that's not what this show is there is no show so there's not, it just, it's that, this is what the show is. And that's kind of that. I mean, it's just like, anything that gets in the way of that is unacceptable. And it's not happening on my show. This is my show. But even like on a personal level, it's like all of the, the people in, I have a lot of friends and acquaintances down in, in Florida and Orlando specifically, and I cannot even imagine what those people are going through, so I'm just sorry. I'm so sorry, and you have all my love and sympathy. Bar talk. Sunshine, lollipops, and rainbows, everything that's wonderful. Let's talk about candy bars. Hey. Who's this? Nick from Minneapolis. Alright, Nick. How you doing? What's your favorite candy bar? Well, I'm talking about the Fast Break by Reese's. Ah, the Fast Break. What's going Can't on with beat the it. Describe a fast break. What's in it? 
Well, you got the outside. It's nice milk chocolate. And then on the inside, it's the classic uh, Reese's peanut butter. But then you also throw in some nougat, and it's delicious. Now, what is nougat? You know, Tom, uh, pretty sure it's sugar and uh, some, you know, confection. You don't know either. Of you know, course it's it sugar. Good. It's chewy. Of, I didn't ask if it was good. Of course it's good. <laughs> it's in a candy bar. Of course it's going to be good. Yeah. When's the last time you had a fast break? Probably a good month ago or so. When's the next time you plan on having another? Yeah, I'm going to eat a big one tomorrow. First thing in the morning. Uh, first thing in the morning. Try eating some, some high fiber cereal first, and then ease your way into the fast break. Mm, I'll keep that in mind, but I don't know. Nah. You do as I say. Best show. Hello, Tom. Uh, to whom am I speaking? This is Jason. Jason. From Huntsville, Alabama. Oh, from Huntsville, Alabama. The candy bar capital of Alabama. Huntsville. We put them away. We put them away. You put them away? Like on on a shelf that kids can't reach? Or in your stomachs? I will tell you this. I'm in our stomach. I will tell you this. I feel kind of bad. I have children, you know. Mm -hmm. And they're they're grown men now, both of them. Oh, I know you have kids. You forced one of them on my rocket ship. Hey, when it comes when it comes a uh, nice time, you're gonna be glad you got him there. <laughs> um, the space because we did a show a few weeks ago, Sharpling's Ark, yeah. figuring out who was gonna save Earth. And Jason from Huntsville, Alabama, called, and I say this in the most positive way: you rammed your kid on board the thing, and he's on yeah. the ship now with me and Rashid Wallace. And there was an Olympic gymnast on there, if I remember correctly. Yeah. And I think the Sonic guys were on there. Who? Andy Kindler's on there, which means Gary the Squirrel's on there. So, uh... Well, I will say this, though. We we hid a lot of sweets from those kids when they were little. Mm-hmm. Like, when they would go to bed. Kids go to bed, like, really early. Any Any parent of young children knows this mm-hmm. the kids go to bed early and that's when mama and daddy break out the, the sweets now what how long does it if you if, if one of your kids told you papa right did they call you yeah. papa they call me daddy daddy yeah that's what, what? I called my father as well daddy now is he big daddy was he big daddy once no, he's just daddy I was a, actually ended up being bigger than him, so he was just a. Now, if one of your kids said to you, "Look, Jason, where's the candy? Knock it off. Where's the candy?" If they said that now, or they said that then, what would be the first age where that would be funny? Um. Any any age, really, it would have been funny. But at what age can you not laugh at it in front of them? Uh, about 10. you got to start treating them with respect at about 10. Mm-hmm. 
they file all that away. They remember all that. Sure. Yeah. Now, what do you think about this? Yeah. A candy switch. <laughs> right? It's made. That, that you, is. Just think about it. Before you say no. Okay. Your kid's being a, a Weisenheimer. He's saying, look, Jason, I've had about enough of your claptrap. Enough hot air from you, right? Uh-huh. And then you say, you go in the yard and pick out a candy switch, right? Uh-huh. And then you just eat it in front of them. That's the punishment. Man, that, that's actually infinitely crueler than a real switch, mm-hmm. in a way. Nah, I still think a real switch well, might be worse than... I, I, for the record, I never uh-huh. used a switch. Yeah, of course you didn't. Yeah. yeah. Would you have used um, a candy switch, though? You know, I probably, in my own way, did use a candy switch. <laughs> so so you, this is something... There was some version of a candy switch. Yeah, I'm sure there was. It'll all come out. They're, they're going to be... They'll be they'll, it'll all come to them later in their lives. They'll be like... Oh my goodness. <laughs> that candy switch he was joking at on the radio with that clown. It was real. That clown who he calls for some reason. No, they have great, they have great respect for you. But, but I'm a, I'm a clown though to them. I'm a, a buffoon. No, you're, 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 uh, you're not a buffoon. You're a, um, uh, elder statesman of comedy. Oh, that's sweet. But, uh, can I say this? Can I say this? If I had like a comedy Mount Rushmore. Mm hmm. It would be you. You wouldn't be George Washington, but you'd be on there. You know, fair enough. It'd be you. It'd be you. Yeah. It would be young Steve Martin. Hmm. It would be Andy Kaufman and oh. Norm Macdonald. Hmm. And that's 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 my comedy Mount Rushmore. That's your comedy Mount Rushmore. That's yeah. Uh, and, and I and I imagine other people's comedy Mount Rushmore would differ, but you're on there. You're like Teddy Roosevelt. Well, that's you know what I'm going to say to you. That's the sweetest thing I've heard all night. And we've been talking about candy bars. I know. Hey. Can can I talk about candy? Of course you can, Jason. Because I'm a, I'm a fat man. Eh. And I know candy. Look, people of all of all stripes and sizes know candy. Well, I'm going to tell you this, though. They probably do not enjoy it on the level. Uh-huh. There's some, I'll tell you this flat out. There are some people who do not enjoy food. The way that other people enjoy food. Okay. Like, like I love food. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I remember meals like people remember old lovers. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to let that one slide. <laughs> so, having said that. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, the PB Max. PB Max. Do you remember the PB Max? I don't. It was, uh, now I like a Reese cup. I do like a Reese cup. Is this some but, weird thing they only sold at like Piggly no, Wiggly or something? No, it was, no, it was made by Mars. It mm-hmm. was a, it was a square mm-hmm. and it had, uh, peanut, creamy peanut butter, oats on a whole grain cookie shrouded in chocolate. Peanut butter? Mm-hmm. Creamy oh. peanut butter. It wasn't that grainy, like okay. Reese's peanut butter. It was yeah. for real. 
creamy peanut butter. It had oats in it, and it was on a whole grain cookie, and it was shrouded in chocolate. Oats. You sure this was a candy bar? This sounds like uh, this sounds like the 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 Horace and Pete of candy bars. Like it's good for you, so you better eat it. But yeah, stop, sometimes stop if, you're gonna, if I'm going to eat candy, I'd rather just eat candy. And look, yeah. I haven't seen one minute of Horace and Pete. Maybe it's the greatest thing that's ever happened. I don't know. Feels like homework to me. They didn't advertise the candy bar. No, yeah, they You're released it on a Saturday. Box. They put the candy bar out on a Saturday, and then they wanted yeah. to know why boxes of them were still left at the store. They're supposed to go in the store and ask for it. They don't even they don't put it out yeah. on the shelf. Yeah, it's behind the counter. Yeah, it's behind the counter. You have to ask for it. And then the people at Mars want to know why no one is buying the PB Max. Well, I'll tell you this. It also, uh, I don't know why they chose the name PB Max. It's also the the uh, the symbol for lead on the periodic table. It's PB. Well, that might not be a mistake, actually. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever look at the wrapper? I didn't. I didn't. You sure they're not just like unloading uh, like chemical like, waste on people? It's like a lead. Uh, the peanut butter that got too much lead in it, yeah. they couldn't sell it. Yeah, call it PB Max. It's a maximum amount of lead allowed. Yeah, exactly. So PB is lead. Yeah, yeah. So it's the yeah. What if it is? What if it's the maximum amount of lead that you can legally consume in a lifetime? (laughs) In in, in each square. Yeah, and like when you tear the wrapper, then you notice that you notice that it says that like on the inside, it's very small. It says by by. Tearing this wrapper, you right. have waived all claims. It's an implicit waiver. Yeah. You yeah. have waived all claims of uh, health issues uh, for all of eternity. Yeah. Now, enjoy your PB Max. <laughs> they don't make them anymore, Tom. They don't? That fits, with, that fits with the narrative. They don't make them anymore. All right. PB Max. So look, so you go buy, you go smash some oats on top of a candy bar. Was it really that hard to replicate, Jason? It's like I think the, the, the whole grain cookie is the is the missing piece. I don't know where in the world you find a whole grain cookie. Yeah, where in the world? Where in the world? Yeah. Where on earth could you get your hands on a whole grain cookie? <laughs> look, there's seven ingredients on 99 percent of these candy bars. Right. It's it's. It's, four, all the it's same like bar. four out of seven. It's like <laughs> there's seven ingredients in a candy bar, potentially. All of these candy bars consist of four of those seven <laughs> smashed together in some shape or not. It, it's going to be a long night, Tom. It is going to be a long night. I wish you I wish you well. Thank you, buddy. We're very uh, fond of you, Tom. Well, I'm very Hang fond in of there, you, buddy. too. Thank you. You have a great night. Okay. You Bye. do the same. Bye-bye. Candy Bar Talk. Hello. Hello. Welcome to the best show. To whom am I speaking? Um, this is Dutch. Dutch? Yeah. Dutch. Where are you calling from? Just name name the state you're in, Dutch. Um, Massachusetts. Massachusetts. So what is your favorite candy bar, Dutch? Hershey's. Just a straight up Hershey bar. Yeah. Nuts? You like it with peanuts in it? Maybe. Sometimes. Mm, but you'll just take the straight classic Hershey mm-hmm. bar. What letter do you bite into first? 
Mm, I don't know. The Y or the H? Probably the H. All right. Does it teach you to spell? Did you learn how to spell from a Hershey bar? Mm, no. <laughs> yeah, I was, ho- I was hoping that's what you said. <laughs> what are you in school, uh, Dutch? Yes, I am. What's your favorite subject? Social studies. Social studies. What about social studies do you like? Um, you get to learn a lot, and it's fun. Mm-hmm. Least favorite subject? Hmm? What's your least favorite subject? Uh, I don't really dislike any of them. All right, that's a good answer. Okay. They're all pretty good. Good. That's the right. A- that's the right attitude, Dutch. All right. Mm-hmm. You have a great night, Dutch. Thank you. Bye. Fun times. Talking about candy bars, right? Candy bars. Who doesn't love a good candy bar, right? And still nobody will tell us what nougat is. Nobody knows what it is. Unbelievable. But you know what? Talking about candy bars is super fun. And we're doing it and having a great time doing it because there's nothing else going on. Nothing else going on. Candy bars. Let's just talk about candy bars. Look, I was not, I was having a, a rough week as it was before any of the actual horrible stuff happened. Just personal rough stuff. That's enough to check you out. And I know everybody's got that stuff. We've all got it. We're all trying to just handle what we can. Just get through each day without losing your marbles. all got goals and dreams and things you want to do and then it just feels like they're just getting away from you you know what I mean like it's just just slipping away you have a bad day and a bad day turns into a bad week and then the next thing you know uh, you're just getting further and further out of reach like am I am I gonna just be like a like a fraction of what I would like to be? Is that what this is? Is that all it is? I got things I want to do. Got goals. Further and further out of reach, each and every day. Getting harder and harder. And then you don't even know what, like, normal is with things. 
you're just like, what is normal? After a point, you're not even sure what it is. Life adds up, adds up, uh... year got friends going through truly terrible stuff and it breaks my heart every day I just I could just cry every day for the pain some of my friends are in but it's like you know, deep down, it's like you can't quit, right? You just, it's like the only thing you can do is not quit. And it's like, uh, again, this show... In terms of creativity, sometimes this feels like the only thing I got. And it's not going anywhere. Not that it's not going, it's going, it's going, it's going, we're getting there, we're getting there, but... In my heart, I just want this to just be a place where everybody just feels good to be. And it's gotta be that, or I just, I would, I know I joke around about ending the show and stuff, but it's like, I swear I would end it if it's not gonna be what it's gotta be on a philosophical and a, 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 on a, on a core level. And there's just not gonna be any show. doing okay. I'm doing alright in the scheme of things. I know that. But it's hard to just stay on your feet. It just makes you wonder what's going on with, like, I'm not fatalistic and just being like, oh, things change and they just get worse and worse and then they never get better. But it just gets harder to keep them where they where they should be. And just to, to hold on to the things that just that are the baseline of life of, of what's acceptable. When that's up for up for when that has to get like readjusted over and over like man staying on your feet it's, it is all you can do and even that's like I don't know how to do it and I try I try with this show I swear I tried to have this thing be a positive show I talk to 
I know there's people listening. It's like I, I try to make this a personal place that everybody can feel good. And I write people back and I talk to people and I really try to just have a, have a, a connection with you guys because there really is I'm never going to get rich on this thing. I know that. Me and John, and we're, we're never... This is not what this is. This is not here for that. It would be nice to have it make some money some point. Get compensated for, for your art is always a nice thing. And But the payment is, is what people say and how much the show means to them and that it's something that's there for them that... It isn't just a disposable. Well, look, we talk about dumb stuff, and it's it's kind of it's a, it can be disposable in one way, and that's I think that's kind of the fun of the, the the thing is that we just go back and forth, and we can go up and down, and high and low, and big and small, and but it all adds up to like a connection, and I appreciate that. That's the payment in the, in the big picture, truly, is that the show matters to people and that they care about it and that it has actually, the idea that the show has impacted people's lives and, and made things go better for them at certain points, if they're at a crossroads or a downturn, I just, it's, it's, it's just a, inconceivable the amount of, uh, how, how special that feels to know the show can be that for people. So yeah, so uh, we, we can't quit. And to have something as horrible as what happened in Orlando happen, to have to have that impact actual friends and the families. Oh my God. Just like... It's just, it's just to not give in to, to worst impulses. It's all you can do. It's just like, it's very easy to want to and to just channel things into hurtful or, or rageful things. And it's just like, you just can't. You just cannot do it. It's not the answer and it's 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 simplifying things and and just being unfair in the biggest possible sense and then you're just there's nothing that separates you from the people who are ruining the world if that's how you conduct yourself so Yeah, so I appreciate what this show is, and I appreciate what we've built here, and we've built it. So, thank you. And now I'm being told... ...that it's time... To return to 
Candy bar talk. Best show. Let's talk about candy bars. What's your favorite candy bar? Who's this? My favorite candy. Uh, this is Marcel from Orlando. Ah, uh, Marcel in Orlando. How are you holding up, my friend? Um, I'm doing all right. Um, it, things are weird here right now, obviously. But uh, you know. I can only imagine. You just have my sincerest uh, condolences and everything you have. So yeah, I definitely appreciate that. So please, we all do. Please take care of the people in your community. Well, I should be donating blood soon and doing what I can. So, good. And are there, or do you know where where people can donate things to? Is there? Do you have? Do you know? Have any insight into that? Uh, yeah. As far as I know, I mean, I've been retweeting things since the weekend, just so it's out there as everybody knows. Um, but um, oneblood.com, I think, is is good. OneBlood.com. Yep. Okay. So look, I I don't know it personally. I I uh, I can't vouch for it, but I guess people can look into it. And I'm not I'm not questioning you, Marcel. But I just also Sorry. I also don't want to. No, no, no. I ask you. I also just don't want to give a. You know what I mean? I just I just want to. People should check it out and make sure it's it works for them because I just I don't know. That's all I'm saying. I don't know him personally, so I'm just saying. Somebody in Orlando said oneblood.com. Marcel's a listener and has been a fan of the show, so people can check it out. And, uh, yeah. And, you know, look, you know, again, you have my infinite uh, sympathies and condolences. But let's talk about candy bars. What do you want to Definitely. talk about? Butterfinger. You like a butterfinger? Yeah, especially because I don't know what's in it. Yeah, what is that orange stuff? I have no clue. It's some sort of chemicals, peanut butter, something made in a lab. So a chemist probably created it. And it's like uh, sticks to your food does scientist. It, does it stick to your? It sticks to everyone's teeth, right? It feels like you, you can feel your teeth being eaten away at. Oh yeah, but it's so good. It is good. <laughs> it's a very satisfying uh, crunch, right? Yeah. That's why Bart Simpson made us, uh, told us to eat them. It seems like a Butterfinger would be the first version of an adult candy bar, right? Like, it's really, a, you know yeah. when you're a kid and you start trying, like, new tastes and it's just like, Okay, yeah. It feels I like the that. first thing that's just like not chocolate, where you're just like, oh, chocolate, I love chocolate. It's, there's some, it's like not, it's an unsubtle subtlety. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's a more complex flavor. I mean, maybe they'll start having that at like someplace in Brooklyn soon. Could you imagine an artisanal Butterfinger? <laughs> Well, I mean, here in Orlando, there's a there's a vegan place that has like an artisanal um, fluffernutter sandwich. An artisanal fluffernutter sandwich. Yeah, if you can imagine. How much does that cost? Eleven dollars. Yeah, that's actually right on it. That's that's about how much it costs. That's unbelievable. 
<laughs> you could go buy yeah. a loaf of bread and some fluffernutter and then make them in the parking lot for less than yeah, that. Yeah, but that's not vegan. Well, you go to Whole Foods and you get it there. <laughs> right? Right. Look, I'll meet you in the Whole Foods parking lot. We'll have a vegan fluffernutter party. How's that sound? De- definitely. Sounds good. There's no way that a uh, that a Whole Foods wouldn't shut that down, right? A vegan fluffernutter party in front of Whole Foods? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I can, Whole Foods isn't going to take that. No. They're not, they're not down to earth like Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's? That's down to earth? More down to earth than uh, well, Whole Foods. That's, that's a fair point. <laughs> Trader Joe's. You know what I think of when I think of Trader Joe's? After 9-11, I ate an entire cheesecake in their parking lot. Oh speaking, my God. speaking of, uh, speaking of, uh, Trader Joe's, speaking of, uh, eating in parking lots. Yeah. You should do that with when you all go out and get the, uh, the Whopperito. So you get a cheesecake, a whole cheesecake, and two Whopperitos each. Wait, right. Wait, walk me, walk me through this now, Marcel. Well, you, 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 uh, AP Mike and all in studio, they, they got, they went out and they got the, uh, Fire Whoppers a few weeks ago, right? Yeah, yeah. And then, and now there's the Whopperito you guys were talking about last week. I think they're test marketing it. We, we, we looked into the Whopperito. It's nowhere to be found just yet. Oh, really? Yeah. So, uh, look, if it, if it makes, okay. if it makes the grade, then there'll be a Whopperito run at some point, but, uh, we'll see. All okay, right, buddy. So look, you, you, you yeah. You take care of yourself and take care of the people around you, buddy, and I will talk to you soon. Definitely. All right. What's that? Just in Pennsylvania. Well, studio. We're not Yeah. Pennsylvania is not that far. Is it in all of Pennsylvania? From what I understand, it's in all of Pennsylvania. Well, this is what I need you to do, studio. Go get a gas station roadmap. Okay. Figure out where the first... It's like when people go across the border to buy fireworks. Yeah. You're going to, you're going across the border to go to a Burger King. Alright. Thanks, buddy. Best show. Hello, Tom. This is Michael from Birmingham. How are you tonight? Michael from Birmingham. Where, Birmingham, Alabama? Alabama. Yes, sir. And I just want to say, uh, I believe the, the site is One Blood. Dot org, not dot com. That's what Marcel just put on Twitter. Cool. So, so, so I got uh, a, uh, one for the topic and uh, some, some good news to share with you. All right, what do you have for the topic? Well, for the topic, I think the best candy bar of all time was Shaquille O'Neal's short-lived Mr. Big candy bar from the 90s. There's no way that was a good candy bar. It was candy bar. I spent many an evening... Going from convenience store to convenience store, trying to find them and wash them down with a Jolt Cola back in the nineties. Hey, hey, Jack. Who's this? Who are you? Uh, this is Michael. Hey, Michael, Jack. Hey, Jack. Hey. You uh, love the 
Tiki Bar. Big fan of the uh, Mr. Big. Mr. Big was the best candy bar. Hey, thanks. First to bring it back. You uh, see my video, the lift video? I put on different costumes. Drive people around. Lift. Hey. It's Shaq. Where are you? Hey. Michael. Michael. What's wrong with your phone? Hey, fix your phone. It's Shaq. I still got a... Is it better now, Shaq? Yeah, it's better. I still got a warehouse full of uh, Mr. Biggs. Yes. You want some? I would love some. Why don't you uh, come to uh, NBA Finals Game Six? <laughs> I, I would love to. I would love to come to that. I'll bring a skid of uh, Mr. Biggs. <laughs> I'd rather. I'd rather see that than the game. So. Who are you rooting for? Hey, Shaq, who are you rooting for? I'm sorry? Who are you rooting for? Who am I rooting for? Well, uh, I'm yeah. a Celtics fan, so no okay. no dog in the fight, but I, I, play, I can't stand I to see for, the Warriors win another one. I play for the Celtics. I know. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for the call. Thanks. Candy bar talk. Best show. Best show. Best show. Hi, this is Chloe from Baltimore. Chloe? Chloe. Chloe. How are you, Chloe? Just fine. Baltimore. Baltimore City. What's your favorite candy bar, Chloe? Okay, so I like Heath Bars. Mm, that's a good candy bar. That's another is. one of those fake adult taste candies where a kid is like, I enjoy actually a Heath bar. It, it's a little sophisticated. And but this is, but it's, this is it's a I very have. little sophisticated. It's as little sophisticated as possible. But, um, so Trader Joe's sells, um, something co- that I have right in front of me because I've been eating them tonight. Toffee chips, which is Heath bars, but half the package is milk chocolate and half the package is dark, and I only eat the dark chocolate side. <laughs> so Wait, that's my hold on, thing. Chloe. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> Walk me through this now. Okay, so tra- Trader Joe's has Heath bars. They don't call them that. They call them toffee chips. They got milk chocolate and dark chocolate, but they don't sell them separately, which is horrible. They're more chocolatey than Heath Bars, so I don't like the milk chocolate ones because it's too much milk chocolate. So I'm just eating the dark chocolate ones, and then I'll give my siblings the rest. So you throw them, (laughs) you throw the candy you don't want to your siblings. Yeah, they get all of my good leftovers. Those are still pretty good leftovers. Those are still pretty good leftovers. I have to say, I'm looking in the Friends of Tom chat, 
and someone just posted a clip, a, 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 a still from Shaq was on the air a couple minutes ago and he was hyping his lift video, his lift prank video. You should watch this thing. It's right now. No, no, not right now, Chloe. <laughs> it's. It'd be good if you're trying to get me to watch it right now while we're while I'm on the no, phone. No, I'm you. not going to make you do that. It's Shaq, where he like put all these disguises on and like was a lift driver for different people. And the thing is, he's seven foot two. Oh God, yeah. With... I, I just googled it and I see the little uh, clip, the <laughs> yes. little uh, it's like still of it myself. Yeah. Who on earth didn't think? <laughs> It was in Atlanta where Shaq does the games from. That's where the Turner Studios are. So it's Atlanta. It's not like you're doing it from like Albuquerque, New Mexico. So you're just like, yeah, the Shaq's not from Albuquerque, but no, it's Atlanta. You know, he works there. And then you see him, a guy who looks just like Shaq, except he's got a big fake old man wizard beard on. And yeah. like a bandana tied around his head and sunglasses, but it's still, it's a, still a seven foot two guy. Yeah, I think even with like good prosthetics, it'd be really difficult for him to look like anybody else. I gotta give Shaq credit though. At least he tried, right? That's all we can yeah. ask for. We do, we do like that. We do like trying and we do like people who try. Yes. I like it when I see somebody putting in effort, and I like to force myself to. What if Baltimore, you know how there's, like, cities, they have, like, like uh, New York City at one point had a Reggie bar, which was a candy bar named after Reggie Jackson, right? And there's other candy bars, like the Shack, the Mr. Mm. Big. and what, what, it? what would go into, Chloe, from Baltimore? Yeah. A John Waters. A John Waters one? Yeah, a Waters bar. Um, oh, goodness. Well, for sure Old Bay because, first of all, I already... Old had, Bay? I've already had I've already had caramels here that have Old Bay in them. I'm telling it's you pretty this. pretty good. But I almost I'm threw up. I'm going to tell you something. I almost threw up. You just mentioned Old Bay <laughs> seasoning in a candy bar. I well, swear. Listen, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I had a caramel... And it's Old Bay, but this really good caramel company, actually. Um, I'm so Mount close Party. to throwing up right now. I'm not oh, kidding you. Oh, come on. Hold on just one second. The only problem with it was it's a little salty, and the spices kind of would... That's that's the good part, But and the spices were good, but then a little bit of spices would be left in, the, in your mouth after you finish the caramel. Ugh. Uh, that was kind of not so great. I'm, so, I'm even closer to throwing up right now than I was. So And then we have like something called a burger cookie, which is basically like... Uh, just like a cookie with like a ton of chocolate on it. So I guess it'd be like really thick layer of chocolate, like a burger cookie. Um, what kind of other Baltimore kind of sweets do we have? No, but I what would like go you're... specifically if there's supposed it, to be a John Waters candy? John bar. Waters specific. Yeah, a John Water oh, a, a Waters bar. Um, what would go in? There? I wouldn't. I wouldn't be able to say. Mm. Hopefully not something disgusting. Yeah, no. Let's say it's not going to be like a trap. It's not. It's not the. It's not a pink flamingos bar. No. Maybe the. What if? What if they do this though? Because the there are Jake, a lot Jake of Jake Fogelness here. is 
Jake Fogelnest is doing a, a dance right now. Is his head? If I mention, if I start talking about, uh, 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 if I could somehow tie uh, Mr. Mike Barr and uh, 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 ladies and gentlemen, the fabulous Stains uh, uh, Bar into this, Jake Fogelnest's head will roll off of his shoulders. I'm a little lost, I've got to say, Tom. Okay. I'm well, sorry. Okay, well, there's a guy named Jake Fogelman. Okay, I know that much, and he does podcasts, but I've never... Eh, he used to podcast. Huh? He used to podcast. Used he's to he's podcast. an ex-podcaster. Um, but he's a big fan of... John, the things he's a big fan of are John Waters, this guy, Mr. Mike, who is this dude who wrote for Saturday Night Live in the 70s, mm. and... Uh, this movie, ladies and gentlemen, the fabulous stains. And I've Those, heard of that too, but I don't think I've watched it. You'd know if you watched it. I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna upgrade <laughs> you from I don't think I watched it to you I'm didn't sure watch I've watched it. it. Yeah, you didn't see it. So I just, I also wanted to say, um, I'm so glad you're playing "Sunshine, Lollipops, and Rainbows." It's such a good song, especially if you need to be happy or you are happy and you just want to sing it really loudly mm-hmm. it's really fun i really like leslie gore i like leslie gore too can i tell you my favorite leslie gore song sure they have um so as a companion to it's my party she has this song called judy judy's turn to cry judy's turn to cry judy's turn to cry because johnny <laughs> came back <laughs> To me. So good. It's like this vindictive lady versus lady yeah. thing that I can just like get into if I'm in like that mood. If I'm in like With Judy mood. and Johnny at the party. Right? My party. I thought that I would die. Is that something like that? Right? Judy's smile was so mean. So now it's. <laughs> I think I know. Well, if I could really tap into it, I'd probably know more of the words to that. Look, you did all right. You did all right. I did pretty good. You were not ready. This was not a a thing where you were were hyped and and ready to do Judy's turn to cry on the show. No. I threw a couple curveballs. Because I I do love that song. You stayed stayed with it. I threw a couple curveballs at you, Chloe. I'm so happy. This is only my second time calling. I was worried about not being able to keep up, and it's—I feel like it's going great. Well, Chloe, it did go great. Thank you so much. It was a lovely call. Will you call anytime you want. I absolutely will. Bye. Bye, Tom. Best show. Best Hello? show. Hi. Hello. Hello. Hi. To whom am I speaking? This is Geneva. Geneva? How are you, yeah, Geneva? Geneva. Yeah, Geneva. How are, how are you, Geneva? I did not make it I'm to seem... Right. I didn't make it to seem like it was uh, weird that you called. Okay. Well, I just... I thought you said Geneva or something like that. And I was like, no. No, it's I... That, the, yeah. I said yeah. Geneva. <laughs> Uh, hi. How are you? I'm doing all right. Um, I have a question for you. Yeah, what do you got? It's not about my favorite candy bar, but it is about a candy bar I saw in the wild. 
that I think has the worst. In the wild. <laughs> it's a, there's just like a fancy. Um, Hold on. Did you say in? Did you say in a while or in the wild? I said in the wild. Okay, that's what I thought. So you saw candy? What? 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 What's a candy bar in the wild? What is it? Uh, uh, who's selling a candy bar in the, in the wild? A deer? <laughs> I just met like is in the wild of Bethesda, Maryland, in a really fancy candy shop. <laughs> All right, we we have different we have different ideas of what the wild would be. It's just true. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, and this is a really weird place too because it's like they have uh, people who wear like aprons and straw hats, mm-hmm. and they like give you a little basket for your fancy candy. Uh, but they have like a lot of candy from the UK, and I've never heard of this before, and I haven't seen anyone posting it on Twitter. Uh, called Drifter. Uh, Geneva? D-R-I-F-E-R. Geneva. Geneva. Yes. Geneva. You're, yes. you're, you're pressing your phone uh, against your head. Oh, my God. Is this better? That's better because there were a lot of beeps going tonight. A lot of beeps. Oh, boy. I don't know how that happened. Don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> we just got to tighten it up that a little bit. That happened last time I called. Well, you might want to uh, go back to the phone store with that phone. <laughs> okay. Is this better? Yes, it is. Okay. There was a candy bar I saw called Drifter. Drifter? Yes. Oh, that's And creepy. it's a real candy bar. Mm-hmm. Drifter. Um, I'm looking that? on their website. Like Hitcher? Remember that it, show, it, The Hitcher? Yes. <laughs> that was like one of those dirty shows, remember? HBO would run like those dirty shows, The Hitcher. Yeah. My and, parents let me watch way too many of those when and, I was a kid. What was it like? The Hitcher would go from town to town, like staring people's windows or something? Wasn't it something like that? <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, like a peeper. Yeah. The hit, they should have called it the peeper. <laughs> yeah. Drifter. Um, so what was a, what a, in a drifter bar? It's a uh, biscuit wafer okay. with caramel layered on top, uh, and it's made by Nestle. Okay. And it uh, it looks like uh, there's an update on this Wikipedia page that there was a McDonald's flurry, Drifter McFlurry. A Drifter in- McFlurry. Yes. <laughs> that sounds like you're getting murdered by a drifter. Yeah, I'm going to make a Drifter McFlurry, right? Yes. Please, it's Drifter, really please, Drifter, let me go. Yeah, too late. It's really bad. I don't know, like, whose drifter. idea this was. I I, yeah. I just couldn't get over it when I saw it. But you like a Drifter. Need... Yeah. I you mean... like a Drifter or you just uh, like the idea of the worst named candy bar ever? Drifter. Just the just the worst named candy bar. Uh, it has been referred to as the chewy chocolate bar that you really have to get your teeth into. That's right. the say, say that again. That I I want you to say it again, and I never want to hear it again at the same time. <laughs> what is it now? The the chewy chocolate bar that you really have to get your teeth into. This that's the marketing for it. Yeah. The chewy chocolate bar that you really have to get your teeth into. 
comment says on the Wikipedia page. What's going on down there? Where are you again, Maryland? Yeah, but this is a this is a a, a British candy bar. It's from the UK. I can I, I I don't know. I think you're making stuff up. I think you're pra- pranking me. <laughs> this sounds like a prank. Drifter McFlurry. Do you want me to send you the Wikipedia? Liam on Twitter. Liam on Twitter said that Drifter McFlurry is his favorite guided by voices B side. That's a pretty good. <laughs> that's a fair. But a Drifter McFlurry. Sorry, was that me? Did I beep? No, you didn't. You didn't beep. Don't worry. Okay. So. uh but yeah, that, that's my report. That's my scene report. Drifter um, McFlurry sounds like something you like tell kids to like scare them, right? Mm-hmm. Sounds like a like a like a like a like a uh, like one of those like grim fairy tales, like the rough ones, though, right? You know, cr- yeah. like Krampus. <laughs> sounds like a Baltimore yeah. version of Krampus. If you're not good, <laughs> Drifter McFlurry's gonna get you. Like, like it's warning kids on Halloween to like not trick or treat out of the neighborhood. Yeah. The Drifter McFlurry. Uh, but yeah, I, you know, I would have also said Old Bay for the first ingredient Old on that Bay. chocolate well, bar. Well, you're, you're, you guys down there all have to have a a, a town meeting or something because you're you're all off you've, you're all off target if you're if you're thinking you put Old Bay on a candy bar. I feel like it would be like a sweet, savory thing, right? Maybe? Well, savory, if your idea of savory is, well, sweet would be the chocolate, and savory, if if if, if the goal with the savory is like an Ipecac, right? <laughs> like you're trying to make people throw up on purpose, then yeah, you put Old Bay seasoning. Well, you might as well put a little crab on it while you're at it. Well, you, you Baltimore weirdos. Yet? What's that? Have you eaten the crab? Have you eaten the crab chips? The Utz crab chips? Yeah, I've had crab chips, but I've never had crab chocolates. <laughs> be like, what are you gonna eat a crab? A, a crab with, covered with nougat? Uh. <laughs> I tell you, you guys down there. I don't know. The wire did a number on all your heads. You're all messed up. John Waters, Barry Levinson, The Wire. You gotta get so you gotta get a positive force in there at some point, right? I, I, it's true. It's true. Yeah. I mean, I I just went to what Dan uh, Deacon. The, what else you got down there? You got Dan Deacon. You got The Wire, Dan we, Deacon, and John Waters. We no longer have the best rest area station. Not anymore. Delaware House now. Not anymore. Delaware House is. Yeah, since Maryland House rebuilt and turned it into an airplane hangar, you guys got nothing now. (laughs) No. It's true. Yeah, I'll just power through. I'll power through to Virginia at this point. We used to have um, in uh, in the D.C. area, like right on the border in Silver Spring, we used to have a, a really terrible bar called the Pirates Tavern, and uh, it was on, I think, it was one of those shows, uh, like, Bar Rescue. Yeah, it was Bar Rescue. 
on there, uh, and it was profiled on that show. It was rescued, and then it went out of business. Yeah, like, with that guy immediately yeah. after bar rescue. But people used to that <laughs> the people used to dress person. in pirate outfits there. This bar is disgusting. Jake, this place is sick. <laughs> Look at the lines on this. These, when's the last time you cleaned the lines on this? <laughs> Look at the oil in this deep fat fryer. People are going to get sick. <laughs> then he always like oh, redoes God. the bar to something that seems like, mm-hmm. like, or he'll just be like, I saw, I was, wa- I was literally watching one the other day. In my, in my, uh, depressive haze, I watched, uh, two episodes of Bar Rescue. And he, uh, he took this bar in, uh, this sports bar in, uh, Houston called Endzone, which, uh, uh-huh. which the two guys were like, the two owners were male strippers who were mm-hmm. like, who decided to go in on a bar together and it wasn't going well. So they started incorporating <laughs> stripping into this sports oh, bar. No. And this guy, this Jake from Bar Rescue, he's so mad. He starts screaming. But what's he turned the place into? Yeah, it's called the Houston Sports Hub. Uh, and then he, uh, he redoes the menu. So they have like, all these places, this is what they redo the menu. You watch that one with the, what's his face, the uh, Gor- Gorgon, what's that guy's name? Gorgon Ramsey? Uh, oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Which like the, one? Whatever the show one? is he does, where he's just like, his me- he redoes the menus. We do a burger. Every place, a burger. That's his, that's his, that's his pioneering idea. Your Classic. menu's too complicated. We'll do a burger. A burger. Wow, where'd you get the bright idea to do a burger? And this Jake on the show screaming about bur they're they're gonna redo it as a burger, though of a burger. The meathead. And I love they show yeah. the foot they show the footage and it's like two they're getting along. Like they should like, oh my god, it's it's uh the the way they're working together. Look at the you know it's one night. It's not real. <laughs> Everyone's getting along. It's so different here. Once while they're being filmed. <laughs> well, you know, that's apparently what happened with the Pirates Tavern because Noah <laughs> just went out of business immediately. Yeah, of course it, it did. It was a weird place, though. Yeah. yeah. Like I see, and they're screaming. This place is disgusting. Look at the water on the floor. Look at the line. He's always yelling about the lines, like for the beer. Look at the line, the tubes, because the tubes, the lines. When's the last oh, yeah. time you cleaned these lines? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a ridiculous show. Yeah. What's this guy ever done? He's like the king of... I don't know. Like, what are his credentials? Yeah. Look, I, I have a feeling this dude is going to... I have a feeling that, that his thing will not end triumphantly. Not to say he's a bad guy or something... I think there's a little bit of conflating going on to what uh, the the heroics of Jake Tap Tapfer. <laughs> hey, Dudio, yeah. you know that guy? Okay. You like? You think he's cool, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. From Bar Rescue? Oh, yeah. Ugh, the brightness in his voice. I thought, I mean, you might as well have suggested uh, I, I eat Old Bay uh, on my cereal the way Dudio just went. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. It's really bad, though. People put it on everything. Like, people, like, I, I bought my coworker because she's obsessed with it, sunflower seeds that had Old Bay. Looking at Covered in Old Bay. Um, just one second. Sorry, Geneva. Oh, it's okay. No, go ahead. Go ahead now. You said you co- what did he put on Old Bay, your coworker? Oh, it was um sunflower seeds covered in Old Bay and French fries People covered think, in Old Bay. I don't know, man. They got to get some they got to get some some priorities. <laughs> it's a very it's a very Maryland thing. Yeah, Old for Bay. For sure. Old Bay. Spare us. Right? Spare yeah. us. Yes. The Old Bay. Tastes like tastes like uh, 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 spice dirt. Yeah, I'm right? I, I'm you know I'm not from here, so I I have not taken a liking to mm-hmm. it either. So the first time but somebody was it, like, "Oh, you got to try this Old Bay," you were just like, "Okay," and you're like, "Oh, okay," like with a like yeah. trying to look for a napkin to spit it out in. Pretty much. Oh, this is good old bay. This is good. This is a good, I, good batch. I think I sneezed. Yeah, of course you did. It's a powder. It's like itching powder. It's like they eat itching powder down there in Baltimore. Yeah. All right. Uh, All right, Geneva. Okay. Thanks for the call. I'll start thinking of your time. Thanks. You have a great night. Bye. Night. Best show. How's it going, Todd? Uh, it's going well. To whom am I speaking? My name is Fred from Honolulu. Oh my goodness, it's Fred from Honolulu as I live and breathe. <laughs> What's going on, man? Not a whole lot. So what are you, what are you doing? Uh, you, uh, you're clearly angling, uh, now that the Chris Gethard show season has concluded. <laughs> you, you find yourself a little, little time on your hands, right? <laughs> I'm legit unemployed right now. So yeah, <laughs> what you retile? You probably retiled Chris's bathroom. All the things he makes you do, right? Uh-huh. You know what I picture you doing, Fred? And look, I love you. Know I love you, buddy, right? Mm-hmm. I don't believe it. What? <laughs> you know it. You know I do. I know. I know. I picture you looking in the mirror. Mm-hmm. And again, let me just preface this. There's people who've been listening. This show's 15 plus years in existence. Uh-huh. We've had people come and go. There's been callers who used to call in every week. You'd think the show could never go on without them, and then they're gone. This guy, Fred, has been calling on and off for years now. How many years <laughs> have you been calling? Oh, man. We started, um, he was in Honolulu. And then, yeah. then apparently, uh, he banged his head. And on a surfboard or something, <laughs> and then decided to move wow. to Little Italy. <laughs> he was like, he decided to leave paradise and move to Little Italy in New York, right where they hold the San Gennaro Festival, so he could That's step into That's hot grease treat. every day. Is- now he's in Bed Stuy, and he goes by Fred Stuy. Uh-huh. This is what I picture you doing. You're going to look past me 
You're going to mm-hmm. la- look past Chris Gethard because those were the two were the two people who you you basically pit against each other. You play, <laughs> you play with both of our affections. You're going to bounce right over to the impractical jokers. I know. Uh, no, I've I've already. I I make it clear. Uh, I'd stab both of you in the back for Joe Firestone, probably. Probably that's it. But no. well, there you go. Look. <laughs> as long as you, as long as you know, as long as you know, uh, you, you like, you know what you are. You're like one of these kiss, kiss up, kick down guys. Kiss up, <laughs> kick down. Right? If they're if they're above you, then you. If they're above you, then you're then you're. Then you're just yeah yes no I love I love it yes <laughs> right but then the complete uh, opposite of who I am man I hate those people but then anybody below you you're like get out of my way whoa I'm a populist no way eh you're a populist uh, only I'm a union the... dude what's I, that? everything Chris Gethard pretends to be. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, that's charming. You're I'm everything joking. Chris Gethard pretends to be. That's, that's something to beat him with later. No, <laughs> oh, yeah, because you got your uh, what with uh, Joe uh, Fire? What did Joe Firestone offer you a uh, job? No, no. <laughs> right? You're already looking out the window, and then God knows what you'll do to her next <laughs> when when somebody else comes calling, right? What's up, man? How you feeling? I'm I'm good. I'm good. Uh, well, you know, we're uh, we're uh, you know where I'm at, buddy. I was gonna find you wherever what whatever Sonic you were. You ended up that night. Yeah, I ended up at a Sonic. <laughs> I was asleep. This is how mm-hmm. bad things were Sunday night. I was asleep. Woke up. Drove to Sonic. Mm-hmm. Ate a dessert. <laughs> drove back. Went back to sleep. <laughs> I've had nights like that, man. For real. I know. We've all been there. <laughs> I used to like drive across the island at a certain time because I knew the, the Wendy's mm-hmm. close to the military base would close down like around around three thirty four in the morning, and they'd be getting rid of their food. So I'd be like, they'd like just start handing stuff out for free, and I'd just drive like forty minutes just to do that and back. Look, yeah, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, man. Are you are you uh, you're you're a you're a, you're a, a regular a regular guy like like you're you're not a you're not a, a rich, you're not a rich guy. <laughs> you're not a rich kid, right? Nah, man. I'm on the hustle all the time, but other than that, no. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> I got gotcha, you, Fred. What what can I do for you, Chief? Which is not reflective of the story I wanted to tell. Right, so when I was your, in, uh, was yours, Fred? <laughs> when I was in England, I ended up with a. Stack oh, of oh, there it is. Well, excuse me. <laughs> Here comes the fancy talk. <laughs> Let me make you feel at home. You want you want you want to know how I made that money to go on that, on that trip? How? I used to bet with the house's money whenever they hedged. I was a little bit better. I knew how to pick one season. I picked, uh, I, I basically made enough money to pay for Europe, uh, 
betting with a house. And uh Wait, yeah. you bet on episodes of House? Nah. Season by yeah. season? Nah, it was a season of like college and uh NFL. Because if I was betting on how, if they took bets on the show House, mm-hmm. I'd bet that he figures out what why the person's sick. <laughs> like if that's if they were actually taking bets on that, that's the bet I would take. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, I've made so much money that it felt like like that Catholic guilt where he's like, oh, you didn't, you know, you didn't earn this money, so I had to like spend it in something dumb. So I went to Europe and like. uh I ended up with a sack of coins, like a literal sack of coins. And I had so much currency uh on my way home and I didn't like I didn't I didn't want to carry like a literal Ziploc bag. Mm-hmm. And uh, um so like, you know, international flights it could get wasted for free. Mm-hmm. And then my flight is like Hawaii to San Francisco to London on the way there, on the way back it's London to San Francisco to Hawaii. So I figured out in my head, like, oh, I have to reverse engineer getting drunk on the plane. Mm-hmm. It was a horrible flight. Yeah. So, like, I was like, one, I gambled on the idea. I was like, if I can take one, a duty-free bottle of scotch on, I can open that up mm-hmm. all the way home from San Francisco to Hawaii. So this is your Apollo 13 moment. <laughs> You're reverse engineering how to get loaded <laughs> on a, on this plane trip. Yeah. So like, it's like, oh, if I go through duty free, I can do that. So I, I, this is how much, how much coins I had. I had enough for two bottles of scotch, um, Cuban cigars, and, uh, I found this chocolate bar, um, that was loaded with Jameson. It was just filled with Jameson. So like, I just got a bunch of it. And then, uh, like, I, I don't know what the, like a sleeve of Jameson candy bars. And I learned this from, uh, mm-hmm. I, the people are like, oh, maybe it's just like, it tastes like Jameson. There's no booze in it. But like, working in my warehouse job from across this Costco, that was like a trick people would do to like drink on the job was they would go to Costco and they get those like mini liqueur mm-hmm. chocolates. Yeah. And there's actual liquor in that. So I was like, oh, okay. That's how I'm going to do it. So you got so loaded like a, one mini chocolate booze <laughs> bottle at a time? You, you just ease the hurt for a little bit. But, like, yeah, that's not – you're not getting loaded on that. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then, like, when I got to San Francisco, they seized my bottles because the the the, the logic was now that I'm in the United States, I have to transfer planes to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. So uh, they took my bottles and then, like – I ended up with just, I was like so mad at it. And I was just mad that my whole plan was like skirted by the law. So I wanted to like just get loaded on candy bars all the way home, the five hour flight to San Francisco. And I just remember like eating chocolate bar, that Jameson chocolate bar on the way back. And I felt like this tremendous amount of shame when I realized that. <laughs> Like, I was surrounded by all these, like, people all boozed up going on vacation, uh, yeah. and I'm still the biggest dirtbag on the place. Yeah, because yeah, you know? you're getting drunk on alcohol <laughs> with chocolate. Oh, Fred. Fred, I love you, buddy. I love you too, man. All right, look, you take care of yourself. I'll talk to you, you soon. You too, buddy. Bye.
I'll bring you, you come by here soon. Let's come by one, one, uh, on a, uh. Oh yeah, I got nothing but time now. <laughs> yeah. I'm tasty. No, I'd love to see. I'll, we'll, I'll, I'll talk to you about it. Shoots. All right, bye. Bye. Candy bar talk. Candy bar talk. Best show. Ever do a uh, frozen Zagnut peep witch? A f- wait, a frozen, frozen, which is yeah. good, good for candy bars. Yep. Frozen Zagnut. What? Peep witch. Peep witch. What is a peep witch? Well, you know what a Zagnut is, right? Of course, yeah. I love that's. I think that's my favorite. I know it's an old fashioned candy, but mm-hmm. I I love it. It's kind of it's got that coconut sort of toasty thing mm-hmm. happening, and it's almost like a it's like a little bit of a butterfinger inside, right? A little bit like a flatter butterfinger, maybe. Yeah, slightly, yeah. Slightly. So so basically, it's it's a Zagnut, and then on either side of the Zagnut is a marshmallow peep. Oh, so peep, which, so you're saying that the peep is the, gotcha. It's, it's like a sandwich, yeah. Mm-hmm. And how is that? It's good, it's good. Sometimes, you know, the, um, you have to be really careful about how long the, the peeps are in the freezer because when those get really frozen, that can be a real tooth damager. Yeah, that seems like it could break your, like chip a tooth on a frozen peep. Yeah, I just said that. Yeah, no, I and I was just clarifying it because you you said it in a in an odd way. I'm trying to just the whole point of the show is to kind of communicate with the listeners, and I'm that's what I'm trying to do here. Well, you can't talk to me like that. What's that? I can't. No. Why not? Because I'm a star. You're a star. Yes. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll bite. You're the, who, who are you? Strap yourself in. Okay. I'm Ray Ray Hutchins. Ray Ray Hutchins. That name actually sounds familiar. It should. My last YouTube video is up to, let me see, as of now, 2,245,172 views. Yeah, that's where that's where I know you. You're you're the guy that does those uh like those YouTube videos that are like short and like super edited and really like they're like quick and loud and Yeah, you're the guy that does those videos. Well, you left out that they're really funny. Wait, wait. You don't think my videos are funny? Well, Ray Ray, it's not, it's not that, but you know, well, look, let me just say for people listening that might not be familiar with your videos, um, I guess, can you describe what, what, uh, like what it is you do and like what a typical video is? I, I can't believe there's anyone out there who doesn't know what it is, but if there is, God forbid. Okay, my my channel is called Ray Ray's Life Hacks, and that's H-A-X, of course. Mm. And, um, you know, I, I always begin my videos by thanking my little loads. What's that? Your little lo- loads? Yeah, my fans. I, I call them my little loads, as in little loads of trouble, but it is loads for short. Okay. okay. Well, 
so, sometimes I'll go to like a, a public event or something, and I and you know th- they get all over me. I have loads all over me. They they jump on me. It's like they're they're dripping all over me. I'm okay. covered covered in loads right. by the end of the night. Hey, uh, uh, Ray Ray. Yes. Um, I'm gonna demand actually that you stop saying uh, loads. Oh, okay. It's your show, you know. Mm-hmm. I guess I'll I will do what you ask, Sahib. Okay. Well, look, anyway, so basically I start each video by, you know, by yelling something like, uh, hey, you guys, thanks so much for being there for me, you guys. You guys rule. And so many of you guys watched my last video that I made a super special one for you guys. And I know you guys are going to love it, you guys. Uh-huh. Yeah, so- you really, uh, really playing to the, to the, to the fans there, like it's got like a, a, a like a little people vibe to it. Like I, I am where I am because of the little people. You. It's true. It's true. Mm-hmm. It's Same like, with you, probably. What do you call your uh, What do you call your fans? Um. Well, there was a, a friends of Tom was something we did. Uh, we've been doing for a while. Friends of Tom. Oh, okay. So that would be fart. No, f- fought. F O T. Oh, yeah. fought. Okay. Not fart. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, it's it's it's, but you're you're really. Uh, well, I wouldn't be anywhere without him. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh well. So the, so it's a popular these videos you're doing. Oh yeah, yeah. So so basically, like like recent some recent ones I uh, did like uh, you know uh, I'm never going to match the intensity level just now, but I'll, I'll you know I'll try I'll, I'll approximate you know what's the most sour flavor of Sour Patch Kids? I put them all to the test. Who is going to win? Him. It's Blue Raspberry. What else? Uh, I rate all the ladies of the X-Men franchise according to Max Zappability. Ugh. What? You don't do that? No. Like, even I, in your mind? No. Oh. Okay. Well, uh, what else? Uh, oh, an open letter to the producers of The Walking Dead about how to fix the show. I yell about what's working, what's sucking eggs, and what needs to be done to save this once great show from itself. Okay, yeah, The Walking Dead, this wildly popular show. You you have the answers on what's wrong. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Got to watch the video, though. Uh, what else? Uh, the do's and don'ts of getting ready for a big date. What to wear, how much product to put in your hair, you know, uh, how, you, how you know whether or not you're going to get some strange, and so much more. It's the ultimate guide to dating. Ugh, I'm not even... Okay. Those, so, any other popular videos? Oh, my most popular one. I did a rap video in which I yell an impression of my parents having to watch that video where the monkey sniffs its own butt and then passes out. It's hilarious. Ugh, I don't... I... I... Ah, uh, th- this is not my my speed of things. I in terms of, I I gotta say though, Ray Ray, you, one thing is, it's it's kind of amazing that you you yell in all of them. Well, I do. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's a, it's high energy. Uh huh. Yeah, keep it up. I keep it up. Uh huh. Just yeah. yelling. You, like I I'm at like nine. You're I listen to your show. You know, you're at like a two. Hmm. Yeah, I guess I'm not yelling enough about literally. I'm not starting by yelling, and then well, there's no. Where do you go from that? I go to ten. Uh huh. And then yeah, where do green. you go from that? I go to eleven. Uh huh. Oh, so I, you, I, 
I could keep naming numbers all night. Sure, and it's, so it's just yell, yell, yell. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, look, do, you, do your videos get 10,000 views a day? Well, I, I don't make videos. <laughs> no surprise there. Another blowhard who doesn't actually create anything. Okay, well, look. No. I've actually I've directed a lot of music videos over the years. Really? By that, who? Um, like new pornographers. Oh, you do porno? No, I, it's the it's the name of the band. Oh. And real estate. Wait, you do real estate videos? No, like I, oh, like corporate no, videos. Band, that's, kind of, no, that's pretty boring. No, it's a band called Real Estate. Oh. Um, the Ets. The X. The X. E T T E S. Oh, are they, are they like little people? Are no. Oh. Not that that would be a pro- problem, but. Yeah, why did you say no like that? What is your problem with little oh, people? Oh, that's. So now it's on me. No, it's yes. not. Yes. No, oh, my stop goodness. Stop it. No. Lid blower. That's my next video. Oh, that's going to be your next video? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Host, host of Child Citizen Radio, Citizen Band Radio, comes out fully against Child Citizen Band Radio. Yeah, Stop. Yeah, it. no. it's for children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, well, so look, I've done a ton of videos, and they're actually popular. Huh. Uh huh. Well, you know, I don't know. You're like you remind me of that other blowhard. What's his name? Phil Morrison. Phil Mor, yeah, Phil. I know Phil Morrison. Oh, you do? Yeah, he's been a, he's been like a, a. I've known him for a long time. He's a really great director. He's done like mo- movies and 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 uh, videos and TV shows and commercials. He's, yeah, he's he's been a friend of the show for a long time. Well, he can go fart on a phone book for all I care. That guy wouldn't know true talent if it came up behind him and flagrantly rubbed its soft giant. Against his exposed lower haunches. I had to bleep you there. You did? Yeah. You bleep haunches? No, the word that came after giant. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I could see that. Uh I could really see that. So why why do you say that he's he's, he's, uh, talentless? Well, he fired me from a Ben and Jerry's commercial. Okay, why did he fire you from a Ben and Jerry's commercial? Well, according to what he told the crisp untucks over at Slayton and Carter, I don't have, quote, I'm using those air quotes. Have you seen these things? Air quotes, sure, yes. Anything approaching the talent needed for the job required, uh-huh. is what he said. Okay, well, what, what, what happened? Oh, well, you know, he got really mad when I would stop after each half sentence. What, and why were you stopping af- halfway through a sentence? Because that's how I do my videos. Okay. Yeah, like I'll, I'll say a few words and then I stop because there's going to be a cool, loud, super quick and jarring edit. Mm-hmm. And then I change into a different hilarious outfit and then I, I finish the sentence. Oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, in the Ben and Jerry's thing, you know, I, I, I would say the first half of a line and I'd stop and I, I yell, edit. And then I, 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 I do the next half of the line. So wait, you were actually yelling the actual word edit. Like in the middle of a take on a professional commercial. Yeah, yelled it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's that's pretty much the opposite of what is expected uh of the of an actor. 
huh. in one huh. of these jobs. Well, Phil kept saying, you know, just do the whole paragraph in one chunk, and then if we need to cut it up, we'll do that later. Mm-hmm. And, and and what did you say to that direction? Well, I said, I don't work that way, all right? You hired Ray Ray because you like what Ray Ray does, and you're not letting Ray Ray be Ray Ray. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you, that's what you said? I said those exact words. Here, listen. work that way, all right? You hired Ray Ray because you like what Ray Ray does, and you're not letting Ray Ray be Ray Ray. <laughs> why, why, why did you record that? Oh, I like to record all my interactions with people in case I end up suing them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I learned that at Trump University. Wait, Trump, you went to Trump University? I sure did. I was on the football team, too. Wait. Trump University, the, I, I, I mean, the school is what, whatever the school is or was, but I did not know they had a football team. Oh, yeah. The Trump University Orange Faces. Uh-huh. We were 25 and 9 uh, during my last season. Uh-huh. It's season. Yeah. Like, th- but there were, what, 25 and 9? Yeah. It's like 34 games mm-hmm. in one season because most, yes. most school football seasons are like, 13 games. Well, and that's why most football leagues are total disasters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So more games equals better, f- what, football? Oh, yeah, yeah. And um, so I graduated. It was a really fun ceremony. Uh-huh. Yeah, Matchbox 20 played? They played the graduation ceremony. They did. The singer wasn't there, though. Oh, so Matchbox 20 minus... Rob Thomas exactly played yeah. this thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that counts as Matchbox Twenty. Well, maybe not. You know the little graduation caps you wear. Mm-hmm. You know it's cool what what ours is. Or what is it? What it was. You know, it's like you know how what his hair looks like. Trump. Yes. Yes. It's basically, basically that on a on a uh, a cap. The the swoop. The 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 mortar or whatever they call the... exactly yes yeah oh like a hair mortar yeah 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 it's orange uh huh an orange hair mortar yes yeah wow sounds like a punk band doesn't it orange hair mortar doesn't it I guess yeah yeah hey you do some impressions right a couple I'd love to hear you do one could you do like um. Gosh, what about what about like Joe Strummer from the Clash? Uh, he, but but he's speaking as as Donald Trump, like selling steaks. Joe Strummer. I don't know if I do a Joe Strummer impression. Okay. What about this? What about Donald Trump, uh, like uh, as Joe Strummer? Okay. Do that. What do you mean? Like, what would what would be a song he would do? Like, uh... or like, like he's talking about he's talking about how uh, you know Combat Rock is coming out. Okay. Well, you have to realize their new album, Combat Rock, Sandinista was huge. It was a total smash. Everybody loved all of it, and this new album is even better. 
Some people said it should be a quadruple album, but we decided to just do a single album. That way it would be the greatest. It's really good. I like that. See, you are talented. You, you should do your own videos. I mean, they wouldn't be nearly as good as mine, but you know, you should you should try it. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. That's yeah. Well, jeepers. That yeah, yeah. So anyway, getting back getting back to the shoot. Uh huh. Um, Phil kept saying I, I had to had to do the the whole paragraph and not in pieces, and I kept saying no, I don't want to work that way. It's not gonna it's not gonna be Ray Ray if I do it like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey uh, Ray Ray, can I ask you something? Sure. Um, is the reason why you were making such a big deal about not doing the dialogue in the Ben and Jerry's commercial in one pass? Is is that because you couldn't do it in one pass? What? What are you talking about? Well, look. Dare you. Okay, look, Ray Ray, I'm just... I don't mean any offense, but it's something you, like, hear from people working in film and TV and it's just the commercials. It's just that like some, I guess, YouTube type stars, you know, you become famous overnight and that's, that's fine. But it's like, there's, there's also, you might not have the fundamentals uh, down of like acting or writing or singing that, that, that you know, Jeez, you sound like that Munch Brian Stacks the other night. Brian Stacks. Brian Stack? Yeah, that was his name. Yeah, it wasn't uh-huh. Stacks. It was Stack. Yeah, he's another friend of the best show. He's a he's a, a, a writer for uh, Stephen Colbert. Really? Uh huh. Yeah. Where Where did you meet him? Well, you know, I've been really trying to widen my brand identity. Uh-huh. Lately, and my, my agent, Rupert, he thought it would be good for me to stir things up in the improv comedy scene. Mm-hmm. So he got me on this thing called ASCAP at this place called, um, hang on, I wrote it down, um, the Uptight Citizens Committee. And I guess it's it's owned by Amy Poehler and these three other guys I never heard of. Okay, the, upri- uh, uh, the upright, not uptight. Oh, well, they're pretty uptight if you ask me. Uh-huh. Citizens Brigade is oh. what it is, and it's called Ass Cat. Huh. Yeah, and the yeah. other three guys that you don't seem to care about, that's uh, Matt Besser and uh, Ian Roberts and Matt Walsh, who are hmm. all super accomplished and super funny. And hmm. Ass Cat is the name of the show they do. Oh. So you were actually... On stage at the UCB, which is not the up, it stands for UCB is what, not UCC, I guess is what you. Right, right. You were at the UCB theater. Uh, yes, yeah. And you did a monologue before, um, Ask Cat, which is this improv show, which has like the best people doing improv in all of comedy. Well, no, you stink weasel. I, I did a, a monologue. And I did improv. Well, I don't know if that's how it works generally for the Ask Cat shows I've seen. I did. It, okay. Well, it's usually one person does a monologue and then everyone else does improv off of it based on things that the, the monologist said. So 
it's I think it's it's it seems like it's pretty much unheard of for someone to do both. Well, you know, they were short a person, and I I told them I was great at improv. Uh huh. And had yeah. had you ever done improv before? No, but you know, I thought how how hard can it be, right? Well, I think it's really hard because there's a lot of training and preparation for it, and people need to learn how to do it and how to do it correctly and in a way that like supports the other performers. Sure. So there's a lot that goes into it. Oh, geez. I'm, I guess I'm, I guess I'm being grilled by the improv police, right? Uh, but look, I, I'm way more famous than those drones, right? You know, I mean, they were lucky to be up there with me. If you ask me, they sure didn't act like it though. Uh huh. Yeah. Perfect example of what I call flagrant comedy envy. Okay. And do you remember who was, uh, on stage with you? It was that guy, Brian, and these five other nobodies. Mm-hmm. Okay. The, I, hold on one second. I need to see who was up there. It was Sunday. Hold on. <laughs> I'm looking. June, tw- June 12th? Yeah. 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 There's a thread here on the UCB message board. It's like June 12th, 2016. What the bleep did I just witness? Well, someone loved it. Somebody was blown away, I guess, right? And the people you were up there with, uh, Brian Stack, Miriam Tolan, uh, Michael Delaney, Brian Husky, and Chris Gethard. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. What? I'm just seeing some of the things. He was way too loud. Had literally no concept of how to improvise. Total ball hog. Didn't know any of the references. Super insulting to the audience. Acted like he was above everyone. Yeah, wow. You really... You. Well, th- th- that was obviously written by one of those people that was in the tr- in the in the on stage with me because they were so jealous, right? Had um, to be. No, it's probably written by an audience member who who has seen other shows and realized you were, uh, you were uh, terrible. Well, look, I, I started I started each bit by jumping up and down. You know, I was doing my super supercharged high energy Ray Ray on roids thing. Ray those, Ray on roids. On roids, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. But those mutants kept tapping me out. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, like, wh- why were they tapping you out? I don't know. I think they were jealous of me. Uh-huh. Sure, I, I'm sure I, it was I was jealous. doing so well. And they weren't playing off the great stuff I was giving them either. Yeah? Like, what were like, you giving them? Well, like, I had this great thing I was doing about about this character, El Vapo. It's this Mexican guy who vapes, and he, t- he turns into this evil snickerdoodle. And I kept doing that Arriba thing, but nobody would really join in with me. Yeah, okay. Or play so, off of it. So nobody would play off you yelling Arriba. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Rude. I, I guess that's hazing, right? Mm-hmm. I I didn't think they would do it in the world of comedy where everyone's a brother and sister. Uh, Ray, Ray, I just got to say, you, uh, I, I, I kind of can't bite my tongue anymore here. Is, uh, you're just, you're just so terrible and so talentless and you do these videos and they're just volume and you, you just yelling about your fans, but there's like no content to them. 
and there's just no, definitely no comedy in them. And it's like you're just like a success, uh, you're there just for the success of it. It's really just, I, I find it pretty repellent that this is where, uh, comedy has ended up in 2016. Well, I find you repellent. And you're going to be sorry for how you treated me when you see me hosting Saturday Night Live next fall. Saturday Night Live. Yes. You're, yeah. you're, that's insane. You're never, ever, there's no way you'll be on Saturday Night Live. I sure will, or my real name isn't Ray Ray Burke. Wait, your last name is Burke? Yeah, why? B-U-R-K-E? Yes, yeah, Why? Can I ask a question? Sure, sure. Are you related to um, Steve Burke by any chance? No. No? Oh, wait. Now I think about it. I I do have a younger brother with that name, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, it just slipped your mind? It did, yes. Yeah, Yeah. that Steve Burke was your brother. Yeah. Steve Burke, the same, is it the same Steve Burke who's the CEO of NBC Universal? Maybe. So, so what if he is? Well, what it comes down to is it's just unfair in the scheme of, of things that you're going to just like host SNL because you're older. Wait, you said younger or older? Brother. Younger. Younger. Yeah. Your younger brother. Yeah. Uh-huh. Why? I'm I'm looking at his wiki page right now. Mhm. It says he's 57 and that's your younger brother? Yeah, so? How old are you? I'm 64. Why? 64. Yeah. Cuz you look like you're barely 20 in the videos. Oh, well, you know, I take really good care of my skin, you know, lot, lots of retinol, you know, uh-huh. retinol. Sure. Okay. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, also, I'm a fifth level warlock. What's that? I'm a fifth level warlock. Fifth level warlock. What? Yeah. I don't know exactly what that means. <laughs> All right. Later days, nerd. You guys keep watching my videos, you guys, okay, you guys? (laughs) I put a curse on your tongue. That was... Jeepers Creepers, man. Some weird... I'm unsettled now. Fifth level warlock. You know what I'm going to do? You know how we've been playing a giant dog all the time? Well, Sabrina from a giant dog. And, uh, Andrew from A Giant Dog. They got another band. It's called Sweet Spirit. 
It's good, too. How can they have two good bands? I don't get it. Well, we're going to hear something from their album, Kokomo. Break Your Bones by Sweet Spirit. Yeah. Sweet spirit. Break your bones from the album Kokomo. That's on Nine Mile Records. It's great. Wah, how come they have two good bands and I have none? Right? And they'll be up here in uh, uh, July, I believe. I believe Sweet Spirit will be coming through in July. Nine Mile Records. But it's that time. Candy Bar Talk. Best show. Hello? Yes, hi, this is Rosalie. Rosalie? Yes, I'm actually the old sport at Movie John. You get our movie zine? Yes, you send me your fanzine. Movie John! Yes, and we really want to thank you for sharing um, our movie zine on your um, Twitter account. Yeah, well, I want to thank you for sending me the issues of Movie John. We're so glad that you like it. It's great. Thank you. Um, So so I saw that tonight, I guess you're asking our favorite um, candy bar? Yeah. What's your favorite candy bar, Rosalie? Take take five. Take five. You're, that's the only one that's gotten two votes tonight. Really? Yes. I think it's great because it's like salty and sweet. That's what uh, the pretzels seem to accomplish, right? Exactly. <laughs> I need to get a take five bar. Well, I'm, I'm really glad that you like our movie scene. Of course. Now, people, where can people check it out? On moviejohn.com. It's good. I like it. <sighs> Thank you. All right, Rosalie. I will talk to you real soon. Keep, keep, okay, keep have it a up. Good night. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Best show, Candy Bar good Talk. E- good evening, Tom. It's uh, Angus. I have a chocolate bar. Angus? Yes, Tell me about this candy bar. I, I'm, I'm going to suggest a Kinder Bueno. Say that now. Again, what now? A Kinder, a Kinder Bueno. Kinder Bueno. And where is that from? Yeah. Uh, you get it in the UK. I think you get it in Europe. It feels very European. Okay. And what's in a Kinder okay. Bueno? So it's like a, a, a wafer that's wrapped in white chocolate with uh, normal chocolate on the bottom. Um, but in the wafer, there is like a hazelnut cream. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Would I like a hazel? Yeah, that sounds good, right? It's, it's, uh... I would eat that. Kinder Bueno, thank you. Best show. Hi, this is Emmy in Seattle. 
Emmy in Seattle, how are you tonight? I'm I'm doing very well. How are you? I'm all right. What do you got candy bar wise? Oh my gosh, my favorite candy uh, for uh, reasons of uh, of joy more than of taste is the is the jelly nougat. Oh, it's, what, uh, what kind of jelly is in this thing? I'm suspicious. That's the joy. I I don't know. It's kind of like little discolored, chopped up pieces of jelly bean in a in a in a little round of of like oh, no. milky white nougat. Which I, uh, I had these in had these in middle school. I have no idea what they're mainly comprised. I don't of. know. You're making me feel queasy. Sorry, that was never my intention. I don't know if I'm going to like this. (laughs) Yeah, I I mean, I think you can only buy them in one place on the internet in quantity of like three thousand. So I don't, I don't know if you that sounds scary to me. In quantities of three thousand or three dozen. Uh, I don't know. It's it doesn't say the quantity, but it says that there are it's fifty five dollars. So I imagine it's it's quite a lot of quite a lot of rounds of nougat. I have a knot in my stomach. I feel like I'm going to barf again. <laughs> Sorry, Tom. Your weird Seattle candy bar. Uh, I don't know about Seattle. I, I was excited to call tonight because uh, last night in my dream, I was in the Best Show studio, and I was I was surprised at how many computers there were. And I just felt like I had to call in. Well, it's pretty impressive. It really is like... Uh... It's like a, it's like a, an episode of 24 up in here. <laughs> Very high-tech operation. Yes, it really is. The amount of computers we got running things. Well, thank you for the call. Thanks, Tom. All right, you have a great night. So what is that? I hear something in the background. I don't know what that is. Control and readiness. Sonic Assassins cleared for space flight. Countdown starting now. 30. Countdown started. All units prepare for activation. 25. Production androids activated. Now. The tape is rolling. The red orb is glowing. 20. Audience receptor units activated. Now. 15. Music distribution equipment activated. Now. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, All units three, activated. Two, countdown one. terminating. Countdown complete. All units functioning. Movement commencing. We have liftoff. 
if we don't clear the place. It's as simple as that. This is the management. Hold it, kids. Hold it. Listen, if you're quiet for 30 seconds, we'll tell you what's happening. 30 seconds, that's all I ask. Listen, 30 seconds is all I ask and we'll explain it all. I don't wanna do that show. I
gonna let me in I'm getting tired and I need somewhere to begin I came across a fallen tree I felt the branches of it looking at me Is this the place we used to love? Is this the place that I've been dreaming of? Oh, simple thing, where have you gone? I'm getting old and I need something to rely on. So tell me when you're gonna let me in. I'm getting tired and I need somewhere to begin. And if you have a minute, why don't we go talk about it somewhere only we know. This could be the end of everything, so why don't we go somewhere only we know. Oh, simple thing, where have you gone? I'm getting old and I need something to rely on. So tell me when you're gonna let me in. I'm getting tired and I need somewhere to begin. And if you have a minute, why don't we go? Talk about Somewhere only we know This could be the end of everything So why don't we go So why don't we go
I do have a bit of bad news for nerds. There is a growing contingency of hipster nerds that is threatening our very lifestyle. Exactly. They don't appreciate things the way that we do. Like, hipsters don't like things because they're awesome. Like, if I wear a Captain Picard shirt, it's because I want some mother to make it so. Like, I am being literal. You know? But if a hipster wears one, he's like, hey, look, this is Star Trek, whatever. Like, they don't, they don't appreciate things for being awesome. Nerds have changed. They, they, we have evolved. Like, they're dangerous nerds now. They, it never, when I was growing up, you were not dangerous. You just hid from people. But now, nerds attack. They're violent. A couple years ago, there was a stabbing at Comic-Con. I go over to them, about to give them their pizza. They start yelling for more pizza again. So I go up and, you know, I'm like playing around, ignoring them, you know, trying to make my job entertaining. Yeah. And they say again, more pizza, slave. Hold on, they called you a slave? Yeah. <laughs> more pizza, slave. <laughs> Right? I'm trying. It's all I can do. It's all any of us can do. Is try. And we're all trying. And we're all on the same team. Even if we're different, we're on the same... If you're here, you're on the team. And everybody's on the team. And I appreciate all of you. I'm not good at sticking up for myself. I'm just not. You might think I am because I'm a loudmouth on the radio. I'm not. I needed a cab on Wednesday because I'm working in the city and then I couldn't get a cab. And it was raining. So I was outside the hotel that I'm, I'm working at. I was online for a cab and none of the cabs were pulling over. They were all going across the street. The, bell, the, the doorman could not draw any cabs over. And then this one woman comes up and by this point I, there's one person in front of me. And this woman comes and she's bawling her eyes out and she's saying gonna miss my flight can you please 
help me. And I said, yeah, you can go in front of me. And then I said to the people in front of me, the, the couple in front of me, it's just like she needs to get a, she's going to miss her flight. So then they let her go. And then she eventually got in a, a cab and I was trying to calm her down while she was waiting, telling her, it's like, look, if you miss a flight, you'll get another flight. It's the airline will help you out. It's raining. It's probably everything's going to be delayed anyway. So then, waiting, and now it's coming up on well past 20 minutes without a cab. And the doorman, I see at one point, he sneaks people behind us into a cab. Clearly just paid them. People at the back of the line, he drops into a cab. Still waiting. Then the same guy comes and he goes, Can I let this uh, woman up at the front? Can she get the next cab? She's getting married. And it's, first of all, it's Wednesday. Don't you get married on a Wednesday? Look, she's getting married. God bless her, she's getting married. So I say to him, you know, we've been waiting here. I've been waiting almost a half hour for a cab. And then he turns to her and he goes, New York City, huh? As if we're the rude ones. And I said to him, and I actually said this, usually I think these things, but I actually said this to this guy. I said, well, you know, maybe it'd be more... Uh, maybe be more likely to give her the cab if you didn't sneak those other people behind us into a cab already. Then he goes, she's getting married. And it was like, you let those other people by. They were not in front of us. They were at the end of the line. You let them in. And he said, she's getting married. And then I said to him, why don't you say she's getting married again? And everyone on the line laughed, which was one of the all-time greatest moments for me landing a zinger in a public place. Everyone laughed at the guy, the rat doorman. And I was waiting, and for a few more minutes... I finally said, I looked at his name tag and I said, Paul, you're doing a great job today. And I got off the line and I walked 23 blocks to where I had to go in the rain. I did buy an umbrella. I'm not completely stupid. So... Everybody, thank you for listening. Best show will be back next week. I appreciate you all. Let's keep it going. Thank you and talk to you next Tuesday. Good night. <laughs>